Welcome to Pop Yak. I'm your host TJ, and today we're going to yak about Chainsaw Man. Sorry if you hear my cat fountain in the background. It shouldn't pick that up, but if it does, I will make arrangements for next time. Or if you like the cat fountain and you think it's it's soothing, you like the ASMR of it, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at audio underscore D, or if you've abandoned that, hit me up on Tumblr at audio D, where I have podcasts. I have lots of uh, audio reviews on Tumblr, movies, Marvel movies, older stuff. My newer stuff is on the podcast feed. But anyway, Denji finally gets to touch Bulba, and he's like, that was underwhelming and bullshit. Denji takes up a lot of dog characteristics. It might not be Denji, it might be Puchita being a dog through him. But when a greyhound catches the rabbit, they don't know what to do with it. Sometimes, though, when you do get your dream, it's everything you've ever wanted and more. But sometimes you don't know what your dream is. You don't know what you want. And I know I sound like a parent when I say that, like, you don't know what you want. But sometimes you don't know what you want until you get it. And then it's like, oh, my God, this is what I've been missing my whole life. And for Denji, that's physical closeness. And he gets that from Makima in the form of uh, fetish content. And I say fetish content because I recently saw a video where someone was like, oh, are the videos you're watching fetish content? Well, check this out. And I saw a video that was obviously like food porn about some lady dripping icing on a cake. And she did a lot of hand porn stuff. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's for like people with hand fetish and people with food fetishes. This was like a double fetish video. And I'm like, whoa, these things can just pass under the radar and you don't even know what you're watching. The hand stuff with Makima very much reminded me of that video. (laughs) People who love hands are having a fucking field day with this episode. They are losing their goddamn minds. And she's like, look, you know what? I'll give you what you want because I know what it is. If you defeat the gun devil, who's the most powerful devil. Guns are something that people are afraid of. So you have this terrifying demon getting stronger based on the fears of humanity which are guns guns are pretty terrifying when you think about it the gun devil moves incredibly fast i'm assuming like the speed of a bullet usually leaves bullet chunks behind the bullet chunks can be used to find the devil also the bullets have veins in them it reminds me of it's a stand from jojo's bizarre adventure god damn it where the bullets sex pistols where the bullets themselves are alive these bullets have like veins and it's gross oh these bullets look nasty and then they clump together in a big veiny mass It just looks fucking gross. But apparently if you eat a bullet from the gun devil, you get super strong. I thought for a second she was going to feed him that bullet and make him like chainsaw bullet man. So he's like super fast. That would have been dope. Um, Speaking of which, they found a fish that a fish demon that had eaten a bullet. And we saw what that we saw what happened there. The fish got powerful. But um, Aki and his senpai, we find out find that bullet and Aki uses the bullet as kind of like a dousing rod for finding bullet demon fragments because there is a bullet demon fragment inside this hotel and I think personally from my from my experience of watching shows when the hotel stairs make you go down and you go up the hotel is the demon I'm sorry to break it to you but that's just what's happening the hotel itself is the demon and you're trapped inside of it now and you probably have to find its heart which is like like a just a fucking mass with a human torso and head and arms sticking out of it you know it looks like Sephiroth at the heart of this thing and they have to find that and kill it that's just what I'm assuming I'm just basing that on things I have done and played and seen before I'm assuming this thing has a heart that's actually more human looking 
and that's what they're going to kill, and then the hotel will die. What a thing to say. Then the hotel will die. We get to sort of know the personalities of the other squad mates of Denji and Power, which are this one chick who's really timid, and who, like, the senpai senpai, like, the grand senpai keeps hugging her and shit and making her uncomfortable, trying to break her out of her shell, but she's just, that's just how she is, man. How does she become a demon hunter when she's that way? I don't know. She's too scared to be a demon hunter. She's too frightened. And then you have the one dude who's a fucking square who's like, I will not let you kiss my senpai. He kind of looks like his voice would be Kronk's in the dub. Cannot wait to hear his voice in the dub just to hear him be like, Yeah, I don't want you to get a kiss. That kiss is for me. We'll see what happens if he actually does that. There's also some fucking hilarious banter going on in the background of these shots, which is why it probably serves better to watch this one with subtitles. Even if you watch it in English, put subtitles on. Put English subtitles on because you can actually read the banter in the background and it's fucking amazing. I feel like an asshole for taking so long to watch this because this episode was actually really good. And it flew by like that. Like, I was over before I even knew that it was over. I was like, wait, that's it? It goes into the ED, which is art, yo art that's all i can say like i look like that guy who's with the coffee mug and he's like art that's me it's really nice i love this ed the music is like eh, eh, it's your typical anime fare but the visuals are like stunning they absolutely blew me away and i wish that the ed was the music was a little bit more dreamlike and ethereal like maybe some stuff that sounds like tame impala for the end for that ending and if, if you decide, if you're good at editing and put together a Tame Impala ED for this, I will give you a high five in real life if we ever meet. That's all I have. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but it definitely sounds like a fun editing project to do. I don't know. Something to do on a Saturday afternoon when nothing else is popping. I might even try it. I might just watch that ED and just play a Tame Impala song in the background and see if it sticks and see if it works. And if it does, I will definitely put in the doobly-doo the directions to how this is going to work. This is going to be like an old-school AMV where you had where you couldn't edit. So your AMVs with friends were you taking a scene, unedited scene, like a fight scene or whatever, and syncing it up to the music by going, okay, play it when he drops the pebble. And then everything will sync up. That's how we did anime AMVs before we could edit on computers is we sync them up with VHS things and stereo systems. And then when we got computers and Windows Movie Maker, that blew our minds. That, like, opened us up to a brand new universe. But I'm not going to be going that far (laughs) in editing this Tame Impala ED. I'm just going to, like, tell you how to do it. Like, oh, start the Tame Impala song directly when the ending starts and it'll sync up and it's fantastic and this is what the ED should have been. This is great. You get ASMR Cat Fountain and an AMV project from the 1990s. Thanks so much for listening.